0: This is the Do It Scared Podcast with Ruth Sukup, episode number 114. On today's Get Ruthed Coaching episode, we're chatting with EBA student Tamara Harris about niching down, knowing when to pivot, and learning how to increase conversions. Welcome to the Do It Scared Podcast. I'm your host, Ruth Sukup, and each week on the show, we will talk about how to face your fears, overcome obstacles, and most importantly, how to take action and create a life you love. Hey there, and welcome back to the show. As always, my name is Ruth Sukup, and in today's Get Ruthed Coaching episode, we're chatting with Elite Blog Academy student Tamara Harris, founder of Design Your Way Home, a website devoted to helping overwhelmed women create a home they love. Tamara has been blogging for a couple of years now, but it's taken her a little while to figure out exactly who she was talking to and exactly what she wanted to say. Now, however, she feels like she's finally nailed her messaging. After rebranding earlier this year, her traffic is starting to take off, and she sees all the potential waiting for her. There's just one problem right now. Her conversion rates aren't awesome. Tamara has lots of plans for funnels, but what she needs right now is a better plan for testing and improving her conversions across the board. It's a struggle I know lots of people can probably relate to because conversions often seem scary and we don't always know exactly what we're supposed to do to improve them. And I got to warn you right now that this particular episode might sound or feel a little more technical and numbers focused than most of our episodes here on the Get Ruth podcast episodes. And that can feel a little bit confusing when you're just listening. So be sure to check out our show notes for the links and examples of everything that we're actually going to be talking about today. Just as a reminder, you can get those at doitscared.com slash episode 114. Once again, that's DoItScared.com slash episode 114. Also, if you too have a blog or an online business or you're thinking about starting one, be sure to grab your free copy of my best-selling book, How to Blog for Profit Without Selling Your Soul. It has been completely updated for 2020 and my goal is to get it in as many people's hands as possible, which is why for a limited time, I am giving it away for free. All you have to do is pay the shipping. To grab it, just go to EliteBlogAcademy.com slash book. Once again, that's EliteBlogAcademy.com slash book. All right. So now, without further ado, let's dive in with Tamara. Tamara, welcome to the Do It Scared podcast. Are you ready to get roofed? Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> you are a little bit. You've actually gotten roofed a few times before. Yes, I have.
1: It's... <laughs> One thing to get roofed in an intimate setting of like your 15 closest friends and strangers. It's another thing to get roofed, like, you know, <laughs> millions of podcast listeners, but I know I need it. And so don't hold back. I'm ready.
0: All right. So we need to talk because you, you came to Florida. Um, when was that? When was that that you, that you were there? November of 2019. November of 2019. Okay. So you came in November and we, at that time, your blog was called, better, remind me. Better Buyer Savvy Seller. Better Buyer Savvy Seller. Yes. Yeah. I knew it was what, some combination of those words, but I knew I was also going to screw it up if I tried to say it. But you were, you at the time, what we realized is that you were talking to way too many people because you had four avatars at that time, right? Yeah. Four. And that was a lot because you were trying to talk to realtors and to new home buyers and to people who are wanting to sell their home and people who wanted to decorate their home, right? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. So, and you were very reluctant to give up your multiple avatars. That was that was kind of a thing. I think that was your first first getting Ruthed, right?
1: You know, I got <laughs> Ruthed like, within like the first thirty minutes when I told you that, and I was. I was- <laughs> was pretty open to it because I was prepped you know you know just you might want to prepare she's probably gonna have something to say about that (laughs) (laughs) um but it was good I think what I was nervous about um was that I could be successful by limiting but you you talk about it all the time that's what you need to do to speak to one particular person yeah so I did write all of my fears down that night On a sheet of paper. And then I try to come up with on the other side of the paper, um, how that wasn't something that I needed to worry about.
0: And you were right. Right. Yeah. So things got better when you, when you narrowed down to one avatar, Mm -hmm. um, with your site, like you felt like you knew who you were talking to much better. Suddenly you started having more ideas for, for what to do, but then you decided to pivot. So that's where I want to catch up with you because you decided to pivot and you still now only have one avatar, but tell me how you pivoted.
1: So uh, Get Ruth was in November. Around Thanksgiving, I got sick. So I didn't do much with the blog for really from Thanksgiving all the way to New Year's. Come January, I'm like I'm hitting, hitting the ground running and I started digging back into my avatar, writing posts, on and on and on. And um, I realized I needed help with copy because I wanted to start Facebook ads and my previous Facebook ads were pretty terrible. And so I reached out to a young lady for copywriting and we had a call, an hour call and probably three times in that hour, I just bust out crying because she said something that just lifted a lot of weight off of my shoulders, she said, I know you think it's supposed to be this. She said, but something's telling me it's supposed to be like decor and decorating and all that. And so I bust out crying when she said that because deep down, that's probably what I wanted to do, but I was too scared to admit it. I was an architect major, freshman, well, for three years out of your four years of college. And then I switched. When I, wow. Yeah. And when I went to look at all the books I had in my bookcase, I don't know if it was because of the avatar or just reorganizing my office, I realized that I had one real estate book in like 10 decorating books. So that was that was something that I had to admit to myself that I really wanted to do. And then I was still kind of like, oh, I just, I just narrowed down. I don't want to switch. And... I got a call from my broker and she was like, you're out of compliance. You need to do X, Y, Z. There are laws or regulations in the real estate industry and it's different for every state, but for Georgia, there are certain things that I have to do on every single page of my website, on every blog post. And I believe on every product. And I wrote down the list and I was just like, oh, okay, this is why I should switch. And it was after, it was like the day after I had decided that I should probably really switch. I got that call from my broker. I've never spoken to my broker before. (laughs) She's never called me. So this was- really. Yeah, this was huge. I don't know how she found me. She emailed me. She's like, is this the Tamar Harris? It's part of, you know, XYZ Brokerage. And I emailed her back. I'm like, yes. (laughs) And so, yeah, that was big. And the other thing that I realized was, I was limited on my Facebook ads, I was limited on the um, audiences that I could um, see and copy, the lookalike audiences, and I was also limited on what I could say, because I was real estate, and that's regulated on Facebook, and so I thought, how hard is it going to be for me to market myself, to do everything I need to do for my business, if I'm always going to be under the watchful eye of Facebook and my brokerage, so that's when I was like, well, there you go. It's time to switch.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You did not share all of that stuff with me when you were in there in November. I might have picked a different avatar for you. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know. No. No. I know you didn't. <laughs> but I can see why. But I but it does actually when as you were telling the story before, I mean, the whole all of the rules and, and regulations, I can see where that would be really hard, especially cause you're, you're more of a perfectionist type rule follower archetype, right? Yep. And so that <laughs> is definitely, that would be really hard. That would be an ongoing battle, like an uphill climb yep. for, against all of that stuff. But when I think back to when you were, when you were in Florida and we were talking about this, like your resistance, to giving up your multiple avatars was so strong. Do you remember how, <laughs> how hard you fought me on that? Like, I was like, Tamara, come on, you got to, you can only have one. You can only be speaking to one. I promise you, you're not limiting yourself. I promise it's going to, you're It's going to be so much easier. And you're like, no, no, no. And I wonder if a part of that, now that I look back was not related to the fact that you were giving up the one that there, there was this disconnect that you were giving up the avatar that you really wanted to keep and the reason that you had had multiple avatars was because there was this disconnect between well i really want to be writing about this thing but i feel like i should be writing about this thing this is maybe more serious this is maybe more of a business this is what i do for a living and like there was i think there was this this dichotomy that was happening even back then so it makes me happy for you. What a celebration to, to finally like land on the right thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, and I think you're right without a doubt. Um, I was nervous about talking about home decor because I'm leading from the trenches. And because like you said, I didn't think that that was something that was worth it. Like can, can helping people decorate their home really change your lives?
0: I was there. So, I'm working through all that. (laughs) But I, so you think it's, you feel like it's a little bit superficial slash frivolous.
1: Yeah, I did until I started really digging into my avatar. And my avatar is a good friend of mine. Mm. And I know with her being a busy mom, you know, working, having four kids and just life and, you know, doing all these different things, the one and I don't want to say being a master at things, but doing so many things well, but you can't get this part of your life right. Now, I see that this can really be helpful. So it's not brain surgery, but it's still helping people, so
0: yeah, I think so i I actually feel that way about living while spending less, you know it's not. This, it's not quite the same because I'm not specifically talking about decorating on that site, but I feel like our homes are such an integral part of the foundation of our lives mm-hmm. that when our homes are not in order that it has this like ripple effect that it negatively impacts everything else that we do so when you're helping somebody get that foundation you know like if you think about the hierarchy of needs and and how shelter is like at the base of the hierarchy of needs like if you're helping somebody with that, you're helping them achieve all of the other things too. So that's my own personal opinion. I feel like it's actually very essential and it's not superficial at all. I'll take it. So tell <laughs> you'll take it. Yeah. You're going to use that now, aren't you? <laughs> so tell me what's happened since, since you rebranded, when did the rebranding happen?
1: So the rebrand happened in March and okay, so you've so a few months. I've had a few months. I did something that you said not to do, but I felt like I really <laughs> needed to do it you said, do not start back at the beginning. (laughs) And I didn't until. (laughs) So one thing I did promise myself is that, um, I would go through it fast. I was not going to get delayed because I thought that that was one of the reasons why you said, don't start back at the beginning. And I, I wasn't going to second guess I was going to do so. Um, I really dug into my avatar. I really understand my core message. Um, I've got everything up and now I'm at the part of EBA where I need to start my Facebook ad. So I'll be doing that shortly. So I did not play. I went through, I've got my syllabus here.
0: I am on unit six. Okay, That's so, so from March to, from March to, cause now we're in June, beginning of June. So from yeah. March to beginning of June, you went through to unit six, okay, I'll accept that. Yes, I will. I will not give you. I will not penalize <laughs> you for uh, for starting over as long as you went fast. I actually don't have a problem with people going through it, kind of like what you did, like just as review to make sure. Okay, I'm on. I'm on track. I'm. I'm good. But just getting stuck in unit two for three years that that is not a good idea. So yeah. you didn't do that. It's okay. You've moved on. Yeah. So that's all really good. So how's like, how's traffic? How are things going since you've done the rebrand?
1: So traffic is good compared to where I was before, but I know I still need help. Um, with the whole new rebrand, the new name, Design Your Way Home, I've got 19 posts um, and I know I need more, but out of the 19 posts, my traffic, I think so far for this month is like 1300 page views. Uh, 1,300 page views was my average with 120 posts on my last blog.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So it's definitely taking off. And you didn't use any of the posts from, the, from your last site? I you didn't transfer any of those I over. I
1: didn't do a direct transfer. There were maybe two that I've um, rewritten, like they were applicable Um, but I didn't want to do an exact copy and paste because I heard from some people that that might mess up SEO. So I just kind of glanced at them, knew what I was talking about, and then talked about it again with my new avatar in mind.
0: Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. So you are definitely well on your way. It sounds like, it sounds like this was the right fit. I mean, what confirmation, what better confirmation is there that you are on the right path and seeing a huge uptick in your traffic compared to where you were at before. I mean, yep. that's, that's a really, that's a really, really good sign. Yeah. So w- I mean, you're like, you're doing well on all these different fronts. You've rebranded, you know, your avatar, you're getting you've, your traffic's up. You're not getting stuck in EBA. What's the problem? Where do you need help?
1: Conversion rates. They still. suck. Ah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and my email open rates are pretty bad.
0: Okay. What's bad? That's like 14%. 14%? That's not terrible. For email open rates. How many, how many people are, that's not terrible. How many, I would say between, between 15 and 20% is probably really healthy. Um, so 14% is not like, I would say you might want to get that down because your email list is probably not super or get that up a little bit because your email list is probably not super huge right it's not but was it a lot of people from before like your previous avatar
1: yeah so that's
0: actually not terrible if if from that perspective okay
1: I didn't know how to scrub the old people um, from my list and so I just let it grow Um, and I hit the thousand subscribers I'm like 1110 as of today But I haven't started the baby seat launch because a big chunk of those subscribers are real estate agents, like over 500 of them are real estate agents. Oh, gotcha. So I just want to build up maybe about 250 more um, that are related to my current avatar before I start the launch. Hopefully the end of June or 1st of July, I'll feel comfortable starting my baby seat launch.
0: Okay. So that makes sense. So you want to increase your conversion rate. You want, so you want to increase your open rate for your emails. Mm-hmm. Have you done any split testing of uh, like subject lines and stuff?
1: For the conversion rate, I just started my A-B testing. I'm eight days in and even my A-B testing sucks. <laughs>
0: Tell me about that.
1: <laughs> All right, I, I got my numbers ready. And, and after I got them, I was like, ooh, I'm, yeah. So, uh, for May, my highest squeeze page, because I did listen to your trainings, and, of course, what we learned in Get GetRoof, so for in-content, I have a goal of three to five percent, and then for my squeeze page, I have a goal of 60 to 80 percent, so for mm-hmm. my squeeze page, with my highest conversion, it's 38 percent. Okay. Not great,
0: um, and... This is for your free lead magnet,
1: right? Yeah, and I have a lot, but that's for my best one. I I made a lot before you said only do one. Only
0: work on one? Yes. Okay, all right. And what is your on-site conversion rate right now? So
1: that's hard to say because my track (laughs)
0: is below.
1: It's showing 100%, but when it's one person out of one. I don't know. I don't think I can count that 100% conversion rate. So I really don't know. You don't know. Okay. It was for May. Um, I will say that for April, the highest was 33%. but And that was for in content. But there were several of my lead magnets where it's zero because I don't have enough traffic yet.
0: Yeah. So that's not what your onsite conversion rate is. So your onsite conversion rate is your total number of leads that you're getting in a a specified period Mm -hmm. divided by the total number of unique visitors to your website. So say you get, say it's a one week period that you're looking at, or say, let's say one month period, you get a hundred people opting in and you had a thousand people coming into your website. So that would mean that you had a 10% on-site conversion rate because hundred divided by um, a thousand is 0.1, right? Times hundred is 10%. It's quick math. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even use a calculator for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't, so that's, you have to figure out, that's, that's one of the things that's really important is when you're working, wanting to improve your conversion rates, you have to have a really good understanding of your numbers because you cannot improve what you're, what you don't, if you don't understand the numbers. So that's probably the first thing when it comes to A-B testing and, and improving your conversion rates, because you want to, you want to get more traffic. Like there's two ways to grow your email list, right? The first way is to increase your conversion rate. So to have a, to have more people, actually opting in from the amount of people that are coming to your website. So you said 1300, 1300 page views a month, right? Yeah. Is what you're at. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's say that's probably around a thousand unique visitors a month that are coming to your website, right around that. So out of those thousand people that are coming to your site, you want to get a certain number of them opting in. So if your are if your if your on-site conversion rate is, um, 3%, that means that you would have 30 people um, a month opting in out of a 1,000. That would be 3% conversion rate. If you have 100 people, that's a 10% conversion rate. If you had 20, 200 people out of that 1,000 opt-in, that would be a 20%. You're not going to have a 20% on, say, conversion rate. So, but you don't know what you have right now. So you can't start to measure what's happening until you actually know what the baseline is so the the good news is that when you're establishing your baseline there's no wrong answer right it just it is what it is whatever that number is that's where that's your starting point and there's nowhere to for it to go but up from there (laughs) so that's always a good that's always a good thing like i think man okay here's here's what i'm starting with but the same thing happens with your squeeze page if your baseline that you've established is 38 percent then okay, that's great, there's, there's nothing, like there, it's not right or wrong, it is what it is. You're starting with your, your squeeze page from 38%, but you know what you want to try to get it to. You know you wanna get it above 50%. Right. So what is it gonna to take to get that squeeze page converting a little bit higher? So there's different things that you're going to wanna to do. So I'm curious about your process of split testing. What does your process look like?
1: Well, the first thing I decided to do was change my headline. Um, I think what I changed it to, at least for the eight days it's been going, it hasn't really worked. <laughs> the original, and this is the numbers I gave you is all based upon what pages gives for analytics in their percentage. So I tested it on my two highest one, my two highest or best performing um, lead magnets. And one is like 33%, that was my original. And the second one, I think was at 0%. Or the B of the A B split split test with zero percent. So obviously the headline okay. didn't work too so, well.
0: Yeah, on that one. So that's the headline is definitely a good thing to test. That's probably the first place that I would start with with testing. Um, Is to make sure, but one of the problems, if you don't have a lot of traffic going to that page, and this is why I'm actually a fan of Facebook ads, just to give yourself some traffic that you can actually test with, Um, even though you know that the traffic might, so it's it's kind of like a catch 22 situation, right? Because you want to have it optimized before you start spending money on Facebook ads because you want those Facebook ads to perform. But it's really hard if you don't have tons of traffic coming to your site, it's hard to get enough traffic to actually test effectively because there's not, there's just not enough people. There's not enough eyes on the thing to know whether something is actually working. There's in order to have a good, to know whether something is working or not working, you have to have at least a hundred or 200 people visiting that site. So you're going to need to like gear up and prepare yourself for the idea that you've got to put some money into just testing Um, and knowing that it might not, that initial test might not net a positive ROI. Are you okay with that? I am.
1: I know I have to do it.
0: I know I have to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's important. So for sure, I would, the first thing I would do is test some of the headlines. Um, I, but one thing I would look at with your, with your opt-in page, um, is to, is to say how clear and clean is it. Um, my opt-in pages are so ridiculously, stupidly simple that they, it almost, it's almost like, I can't believe that this converts this high. There's nothing here. There's literally only a a very few things. I have a logo for my company. So that's at the top, like living while well, spending less. So it gives you the idea or somebody that's coming to that site, especially if it's cold traffic coming from Facebook. Oh, this is, le- this is legit. They have a logo, right? <laughs> so this looks like a real thing. Um, then there's usually a question that, that, and that's the head, the main headline is a question that meets the felt need. So Something, whatever that felt need is. And I know you watched, I know you watched the training um, in EBA, but for those of you who are not EBA students and who don't know what that training said, one of the things that I talked about on the lead magnet training that I did, um, it was a bonus training for students was make sure you only have one lead magnet that you're really focusing on at a time. I know there's this idea that we have to create lots and lots of lead magnets and have all these different things that we're putting out there because that gives people more of an opportunity to opt in. We don't know which one is gonna stick. However, it's the more things you put out there, the harder it is to make one of them really, really good. So I would much rather see you just take the best one, the one that has the highest potential, and the one that most closely fits the biggest pain point of your avatar. So tell me about your avatar. What is her biggest, biggest pain point, biggest frustration right now?
1: Oh, her biggest pain point and frustration, she is overwhelmed, overworked, got a lot going on, and she really wants to make her house a home. She's got kids, she wants to build memories, she doesn't have time to decorate. She didn't grow up with the decorating gene. She didn't really learn it from her mom. And she just wants someone to show her exactly what to do, not make it long and complicated, but just real quick steps to decorate her home.
0: Okay. So what I hear you saying is some is something quick easy done for you and with the lead magnet you really want to have like an instant win right a, a very clear promise and an instant win so for for your avatar what comes to mind for me is something like five instant transformations you can make to your home right now even if even if you aren't a decorator that will you know just like i mean come up with a better name than that <laughs> but that's the idea of it. Or, you know, three, three super quick, um, five minute, five minute home transformations that will, that will make your house look like it was in a magazine, but something that feels like, Oh, I want that. I want that like right now. And so then, so that's your actual, so that's your actual lead magnet. So whatever that lead magnet is going to be, um, needs to have it should, shouldn't be long. It should be no, no more than like three to four pages, right? <laughs> Maybe five pages if you're really being super generous. But <laughs> one of those pages should be a um, cover page. And your cover page needs to be clean, bright, show the title really clearly because it needs to look good small because people are only going to see it. I know we're, we're talking on video right now, so you can see me, but people are going to see it on their phones. They're going to see a tiny little thumbnail. And so if there's lots of words and everything is small and it's hard to read, it's not going to convert well. It needs to be something that like makes sense right Right there, like instant like home home nine one one, like f- five instant fixes you can do right now, or something something to that it's, see, I'm getting better. <laughs> I need a little bit of a little bit of time for the titles um, to come. but I think you could you could make that like really, really clear, because people that's the other thing is that because you're not using a lot of copy on, on your squeeze page, because it's basically like two sentences that you're going to have on there. You want to make sure that people are not left with a question, if there's a question of why would I need this? Or if there's a question of, Oh, this isn't for me. Or if there's a question of, I don't understand what this actually is. Or if there's a question of, I don't understand what this is going to do for me, they won't opt in. And from a 38% squeeze page opt-in, that's what's, that's, that's what that number is telling me that people don't quite get what they're getting. Does that make sense?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So make sure they know what they're getting, make sure they know how it's going to help them and how it's going to help them right now, which is a tall order to do that in just a few words.
1: It is, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it can be done. I know other people are, are getting higher conversion rates. So
0: yep, yeah, yeah, it totally can it absolutely can. And I know your site, your site's beautiful. So, and your site has really nice, bright colors. So all of that should be like, that should really be able to work for you. Um, and so then that question, that headline question is really like, want to, you know, want to love your home right now. Um, that would be, that would probably be, you see, it just rolls, rolls off the tongue. (laughs) Rolls off the tongue, but that would be probably the headline that I would try. Do you know, ready to ready to love your home right now, Um, and that question mark? So there, and when they say yes, I am ready. Like you want it to be a question because you want them internally to go, well, yeah, of course I do, and then click that orange button. Um, And yes, it should be an orange button. And on lead pages, here's a little trick for lead pages (laughs) for your buttons. Always make it orange always make it as big as you possibly can. So there's two ways to make it big. You choose large for the button settings, but then you also go to the line spacing and choose 10 as the biggest line spacing on lead pages so that it makes your button as big and fat as possible. You want that button to be big and make sure that it is a, a button that they click the button and then the little pop-up comes up, you know, to do that, right? Yep. hmm So not just have the form embedded in there, but have the two-step, the two-step opt-in that will also help your conversion rates. But yeah, make the button as big as possible and have the button say, get my free guide.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. Not opt-in, get my free guide. I
1: used to have download and then I changed it to yes, please. But I do like get my free guide. And the question I had, I think was way too long. I was literally trying to address the pain point, and I would say struggling with blah blah blah. But your mm-hmm. is more conversational, and yes. I see people saying,
0: "Yeah, I do want to do that." So, yeah, yes, yep, yeah. yeah. And then the sentence underneath there, the description can say you can have a little bit more. That's where you can say a little bit more about the pain point if you need to, like a, a like our like I would say something like our you know my quick guide will show you five things five instant fixes you can do take or five steps you can take right now to instantly fix your home or instantly make you fall in love with your home or something to that extent and then um it's and it's free for a limited time so get that in there make sure it's free for a limited time because it's limited time you don't know how long you're gonna be giving it away and get a timer on there do you have a timer on there Not for my freebies. Countdown timer on the freebie page. Yes. Oh. Oh, Tamara, we're going to watch those. (laughs) We're going to watch those conversion rates just skyrocket, baby. Light bulb. Skyrocket.
1: So, (laughs) okay. So a couple questions. Yep. How long should the timer be? And I used to have the title of my freebie in my description. And now from what you said, I'm thinking that that just takes up too much valuable real estate. So give me your thoughts on that. On the type you had the title where in the description. So after the leading question,
0: like want to do whatever Yeah, you don't need to have that. Oh, I would cut it down as much as you possibly can. Right. So if they're seeing the image and it has the title on there and your image is nice and clear, then you don't necessarily need to use it um, again in there. You're using as few words as possible, making it very, very clear. You can see an example um, of this, like if you just, I mean, if you go to go to living while spending less and look at our hello bar, I think we have a hello bar going on there um, and click on that. It'll take you to the opt-in page Okay. and you can actually see what our opt-in page looks like, but it's, it's exactly the way I described it. It's very clear. It's very simple. It's, there's not a lot on it. It's white background. There's no other images. It's here's the lead magnet. Here's, here's the question. Here's the big orange button and a timer because and the timer we just use the ever, the daily timer on, on there. lead pages has three different, timers. They have a standard timer, which you can pick the date when it ends. Then they have a, um, what's called an evergreen timer. And that is for people's like specific to people's IP address. So Mm -hmm. say you want to run a flash sale as part of your in-doc sequence or something like that, but you only want the product to be available for people for two days. Um, you can set a timer for and it will be attached to their IP address. And so it'll after two days, then the timer then the page you, then and you can set what happens to that page. then it can go to a different page or nothing can happen or whatever you decide to happen. But the third option is the one that we use for lead magnets. and that one is a um, a daily timer. So it resets itself every single day. Okay. And the reason that we have that on there is, just because people always need that extra push to act, right? They always there always is there's like a psychological, if I have to, if I know that I can procrastinate this, I will procrastinate this, right? <laughs> there's always that like thing that happens for us. And so it's just a little bit of a mental trigger for people. Like you gotta save people from themselves. That's the way I look at it. You save people from their own, like tendency to to not even do the things that are best for them. So here you go. Here's this thing, and make sure that you get it because you might come back and it will be gone. You don't want that to happen. So you, that's what you sort of want them to be thinking in their in their heads. So that timer really helps.
1: I think that will help a lot because I was writing a whole book. <laughs> it, was like a, it was like a three to four sentence, which is really a paragraph, three to four sentences as my description. So shortening it the way you said I think will help in the timer. While. Yep. Do you have any recommend? Well. After the timer, do you have any recommendations? Um, should I or, redirect or should I just let them stay on the page?
0: I'm, for the daily timer, for the for the opted one, we don't we don't do anything. It just resets itself every single day, and it's and it's fine. Like we don't, there's nothing that we want to do with that. I would be careful about redirecting. The only time that it really does make sense is in the case of running a flash sale or something that you, that you want to make sure it really is a limited time. Mm-hmm. And then you can redirect it to a page that says, "Uh oh, uh-oh, this offer is no longer available. But the reason that I would do that as unfrequently as possible is because you will you will create more customer service issues for yourself <laughs> if you're doing that for every single page that you have that has a timer. Okay. So sometimes it's better to just have it count down to zero and people can see that there's zero minutes left on there. So
1: I do have a couple tripwires. Mhm. And I made two sales this month. I'm very happy.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: But I have the um the tripwire page redirect to my Shopify store showing the full price
0: of the product. Oh gotcha.
1: Would you recommend that or would you still say to just let the timer run out?
0: It's up to you. We used to do that. Um, on our tripwire pages, but we we found that with the volume that we're doing, that it, it's, it's just better to not redirect it. Okay. Most people, when they see the timer, they, they realize it's a limited amount of time and they are either going to act or they're going to close out the page. So it's never even an issue, okay. but for the few people that it was an issue, it caused enough of a customer service issue that it was. And also when you have the other thing, issue that it caught causes is because it's attached to IP address. Um, if you're redirecting it, then you can't get back on that page. Like to look at the page, you have to go into the settings and reset the stupid timer. And it's kind of a pain in the butt. So I will say use it sparingly (laughs) is my advice for that. It's a great tool. Timers are a great psychological tool to use. And that's kind of where I, where I like to use them for, to remind people like, Hey, don't procrastinate on this, that like get this. Now that timer is ticking down. There's nothing like a a timing, a ticker, a timer ticking down to make you go, Oh, I got, I got to get this. Cause I'm the, I'm the worst. I'm the most guilty of waiting until the last minute, always for everything. Even when I know it's something that I want to buy, I will wait till the last minute. And half the time I miss out because I waited too long. Yeah. So the tripwire sales you've sold too. That's a good sign. How's that conversion rate going? I think
1: 10% when I looked at that Um, one, I just put up on the website and someone went and found it and paid full price. And the other one, and again, I'm using the stats from um, Shopify, but it said like, it was like 10% from the people that actually looked at the page to the people that, to the one person that clicked and bought
0: it. Okay. Yeah. So are you, so you're, but you're using a sales page, right? A, a lead page for your, but the, and then you're sending people to your Shopify straight to cart for the Shopify, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So this Auto. was a, um, an email challenge. So people got the seven day decluttering challenge for free. And then the workbook was the tripwire that led to the Shopify store.
0: Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So there wasn't a, there wasn't a lead page for it hmm
1: Both the freebie
0: and the tripwire were Leap Pages. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's great. But what are you going to use for a tripwire for this one, new one that we're talking about?
1: Oh. Oh, well, I f- think I got it. So I'm working on it now. It's a visual styling guide. I have to play with the name. But um, like the first one will focus on bedrooms. So, there's going to be 15 different examples of how to style your nightstand. I'm telling you exactly what to buy um, and then even how to position it on the nightstand. For the bedrooms, there's also going to be the same thing for, for your dresser and for your bed with the throw pillows and the blankets and all that.
0: Oh, that sounds helpful. Yeah. So, do you think that would fit in really well with exact like? but where your avatar's pain point is. She just wants somebody to, to like tell you exactly what to do, right? That's kind of what she's looking for.
1: Yeah, what I need, how to do it
0: and I want it to be really quick. Yeah. Okay, okay. I like that. I think that can work. So my suggestion for your tripwire page when you set that up is to make sure that you are, um, you're hooking in that button directly to Shopify, but you're, you're dropping it right, you're not sending them to like that page on Shopify, right? You're sending them to the cart, right? Do you know, mm-hmm. so you're autofilling the cart. Okay, perfect. So my suggestion for that is you can actually, um, there's a setting on um, lead pages that you can click the button to count the click as a conversion. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, because, and that's why I don't really know my
1: conversion for Shopify because yeah. it's not showing in lead pages.
0: Yes. Right. It won't show unless you click that. So the way to do that is go to your buttons, your sales button. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what I like to do on my, on my lead pages is have, if I have like a, a call to action section or where they can choose the, from the different options or whatever. So that doesn't always happen on a, on a tripwire. Like it can either be a sales button, like sales buttons all the way through that are going, every single one is going to Shopify Or you could have all of those buttons lead you to one call to action section. That's if you have multiple purchase options. Sounds like you're only going to have one purchase option, right? Yeah. Just one price. Okay. So then for every button, you'll just go (laughs) and click on, like click on the button and there's three boxes that you can choose. There's like a no follow um, open in a new window. And then the other one is count this click as a conversion. Oh. That is the one that you will want to click for all of your sales buttons. So now this, just because they click the button doesn't mean they're actually going to purchase the thing. Right. But it gives you a better idea of how many, at least tells you how many people are clicking to purchase. Cause if it's a buy now button, you got to assume they're at least relatively serious about buying your product, um, so that will give you a much better idea of how your tripwire page is converting. Okay, because you gotta you gotta know your numbers. Yes, it comes back to that. It's like we're going full circle with this conversation. <laughs> All about the numbers. All about the numbers, because once you know the numbers then you can improve the numbers. Yes. So that means that once you have that tripwire set up and you start getting the traffic, cause that's the key, right? So you mm-hmm. got to get your, got to get your first lead magnet converting so that you have enough traffic going to the actual tripwire page. And then you're getting enough data there. That's going to tell you how that's doing. So you establish your baseline and then you go, okay, now this, this tripwire page is converting at maybe 3% or 4%. That's not ideal. I'd like to see this tripwire page converting at at least 7 or 8 9%, maybe even 10% would be ideal for a tripwire page. So, that's and that's going to be a lot harder. So to go from that starting point where you're at 3 to 4%, you're going to have to look at your headlines and see make sure your felt need is is good, right? You're going to have to look at those headlines and go am I at the Am I addressing that felt need? Do people understand what this product is and what it's going to do for them? That's essential for your tripwire. It's even more, even more so maybe even than for your lead magnet, right? Cause your lead magnet is free, but now you're asking them to spend money. So you need to like get that pain point right away like stop hating stop hating the way your home looks or stop stop not knowing what to do like what whatever your who what's your avatar's name tyra tyra <laughs> whatever tyra is struggling with right now right she's struggling she just like oh my gosh I just want my house to be pretty and I wish somebody would do it for me like that was that was actually me I feel like I can really relate to your avatar. We when we decided to build our house last year <laughs> we went into all these model homes and I was like, Oh, can't I just buy one of these model homes that has it all done for me? Like, like right down to the accessories and they were selling them. Unfortunately, none of them were four bedrooms. They were all three bedrooms. I would have totally bought the home. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do this. I just want somebody to do it for me. So I totally understand that. So that's what you need to speak to is like, Hey, I have done this for you. Maybe that's your top headline, like decorating done for you wow
1: yeah because that is what she wants Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so while we're talking about the the tripwire i was going to break it down into rooms just because i didn't want like a you know a hundred page tripwire would you do that like have a tripwire and i was thinking initially nine bucks until i got the sales up and made whatever adjustments and then I could increase the price. But would you have it for bedrooms and then another one for living rooms and then for kitchen and on and on? And then I was thinking that at the end, I could do like an upsell where if you wanted three of those rooms, you could get those plus a bonus for less. Like just getting people in the door to buy it and then when they get to the cart, doing the upsell.
0: What are your thoughts? Yeah. Here's my thoughts. Here's what I think you should do. I've got it figured out for you. All right. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's <what> we want. That's <laughs> why you're here, right? Yeah, I okay. Is. So I, I think that you should have, you should, I like the idea of having like these separate ones. $9 is way too cheap. Um, don't sell anything for under $10. Okay. Even if it's a tripwire, just don't, just don't do it. You're devaluing yourself. You're devaluing your reader because your reader is not she's, she wants it done for her. Like she's not, she's not to the, she's like, she's not the person who wants to DIY everything and wants to do it as cheaply as possible. Right. She's more like, I just want somebody to tell me what to do. I want the convenience factor of it. So she's will, she's probably willing to pay a little bit more. And what can happen with an, when you have an audience who's willing to pay a little bit more, if you don't charge enough, they automatically are like, oh, that's not going to help me. It's not like, what could that possibly do for me? Yeah. So I would say probably $19 minimum, um, but I would test it. Okay. And um, I love the idea of having like different different rooms like different guides for different ones mm-hmm. but i would go with whatever one you think is the biggest pain point for people so is it bedroom is it living room which which one like is it the room that people walk into and see that she wants to have styled first like if she was going to choose tyra mm-hmm. like where does tyra want to start with her home that's the one i would have for for your tripwire but then your this is where you have your buttons all lead down to your call to action section you can actually if you opt in for for the thing that I told you about when you go to check out my opt-in page, actually opt-in and you'll be able to see, um, oh wait, no, this is not the right one for what I'll have to, I'll have to send you guys for you, for those of you who are listening, I'll provide a link to what I'm talking about in the show notes, um, so that you can check it out. But what, what we have done, um, is that we have, um, these things called these different LWSL bundles that we've had for a few years and they're really great. They're different that we were using as our tripwires. So ultimate cleaning bundle, financial rescue pack. Um, there were a few, a few other ones. Imperfectly productive was one and then 10 meals in an hour. So we've always sold those separately. Well, now we have them on a sales page so you can buy, you can still buy them separately, but then for $10 more, you can upgrade to our home system, start our home systems toolbox and get, everything get access to our entire digital library of stuff for just ten dollars more so guess what everybody chooses they always choose the upgrade they want to upgrade to and be able to have access to everything so that's what i would do for you your thing too so you have the one but then they can upgrade and get access to the whole library of all of these different ones that you have that way you can start with one and get one running before you have the other ones ready and then you can Add to it and then ultimately create this library and that maybe has some extra bonus stuff in there, too. But then most people will end up choosing the library. Right. They're going to choose the thing that feels like, oh, my gosh. So you charge twenty nine dollars for one and thirty nine dollars for the other. And they always choose the thirty nine dollar one.
1: Oh, so it really. Wow. They would get a huge value for yeah. because I was thinking about, I think, like five, one, two, three, four, five, like six different spaces. And just for 10 bucks, they get all six potentially, just for an extra
0: $10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, that. but you're charging more for the first, like you were going to charge $9 for the yeah. first one, right? So you yeah. raise that to $29 for the one, but then for $39, they're getting access to all of them and, and some of your other stuff too. And so you get like, it's and you're charging enough that they feel like it's it's something like you don't want people to buy something and have them not even value it because they didn't spend enough for it. That's, we made that mistake. And it's like with those bundles that I'm talking about, we, we charged way too little for them at first and they're really great. And so, but people didn't take them seriously enough because they hadn't paid enough for them. And so, but, but we also want people to have access to all these different things and tools. So I think that that what I'm finding for that is it's, um, is it's really like that those two different options seem to seem to work really well together. So that is probably what I would recommend doing for you eventually. Awesome. (laughs) Actually, like after I got those
1: couple of sales, I'm like, oh yeah. So yeah, that's going to be very
0: quickly completed. Okay. (laughs) you're going to get those up and running. Perfect. Yes. We'll do that. And then I think that'll work out great for your tripwire, but really you got to, again, you got to speak to that felt need and you got to speak to that pain point. It's like, you just want this. I get it. You just want it done. You want somebody to tell you exactly what you need to get exactly where it needs to go and exactly how to style it. Like I I've got you, here you go. Like that's, this is, this is everything you need. And then I mean and then that probably leads really well into your next thing, which is gonna be your, your baby seed lunch, right? Your program for decorating. Yes, yes, yes. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> yes. See? It all fits together. It does. <laughs> now you have a plan. I have a plan. And I and it I start to- with conversions.
1: Yes, it does. It does. I'm excited to get that up and running and with what you said about, you know, the headline and how to reframe my thinking around that in the description. Um, yes, 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 and yes. But I was going to hey. that from the Get Roofed, just to give you a little plug. Um, for people that don't know, I um, signed up for the first session, which I believe was traffic school. And then when I was there, it was so phenomenal. I signed up for product, not product. Funnel school, I think. Funnel, funnel school. school. Yes. Ruth, I have a funnel. I know my blog categories. I have this amazing Excel sheet. I know for all of my freebies, what Tripwire wanted to lead to. And then from the Tripwire, what product idea I have, I am ready. It's, it's I'm like every morning, I'm like, the day can't get here fast enough.
0: I'm <laughs> so ready. So ready, so Oh, I love that. I love that. Are you going to come back? Um, Are you going to come back to Florida? I think it was
1: booked, like, I waited too long, but I am, I'm working on it.
0: I'm sending out an email tomorrow to talk about it to EBA students. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we set new dates. Yeah, so you can come back. Because Florida, you can travel in Florida. Florida's pretty we're pretty, we're pretty, we're like getting back to normal here. Pretty safe. What state are are you at? Are you in Georgia? Georgia. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I think things are getting more back to normal there too, right? For the most part. Yeah. I I think think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, I hope to see you. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Tamara. Well, I'm excited about this. I think I think we've got it covered for you. And I just want you to start working on getting those, those conversion rates going, starting with your, like get the one opt-in, the really, really good opt-in, and then just put that everywhere. Don't worry about having a whole bunch of different ones. Okay. Like really focus on one and that will allow you to like really see what's happening with it. It, There might be a point where you decide to have a couple of different ones or to test out a different one or to, to to change it, but sometimes it's just really good to focus on one, one thing at a time. The problem with having all these different ideas is that you can't act on all of them at the same time, and you can't optimize all of them at the same time. You're right. I'm, I'm learning that lesson too. I learned it. (laughs) going from four to one avatar. <laughs> yes. Do that. Do that. Good. I love it. All right. Well, it's so good to catch up. I'm very excited. Be sure to send me, send me the links to your, uh, your stuff once it's ready. And I'll include those in the show notes too. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Thank you so All much right. for having me on your show today. Yep. Thanks, Tamara. Bye. Tamara is definitely on the right track with her business. And I am so excited to see how far she has come since I last saw her. That said, if she really wants her business to take off, she needs to get a handle on her numbers. Remember, we can't improve what we don't measure. And when it comes to conversion rates, you've got to be super methodical about knowing what you're starting with so that you know whether all those things that you try are actually working. Luckily, I know that Tamara is super smart, and she's also an amazing implementer. And now that she's got a plan, I have no doubt she'll be able to make it happen. So just to recap, these were the biggest action steps that we identified Tamara needs to take right now. First, Tamara needs to create one really, really great lead magnet. Right now, she has a bunch, but none of them Are super perfect and super awesome. And the problem with having lots of different lead magnets is that we think more is better. We think we have a better chance of having one that's actually going to stick and that might happen. But what's more likely is that we have so many different things going on that we don't actually know what to focus on improving. And so it is so much better to just focus on having one Really, 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 truly great lead magnet that will attract the majority of your people. Your avatar has a particular felt need that she's struggling with. Your avatar has something that she needs help with, her biggest pain point. What is that biggest pain point? Create a lead magnet that speaks to that one single biggest pain point that she's dealing with and then make it fantastic and worry about Testing that, tweaking that, improving that, making it look better, trying out different covers, using different headlines, but do that just for that one lead magnet so that you can actually make it convert. So, that actually brings us to the second point, which is that the second thing Tamara needs to do is work on getting that lead magnet to convert. So, once she's created this one really great lead magnet that she knows speaks to her avatar's pain point, she needs to work on methodically testing it, tweaking it, and getting it to convert. Right now her conversion rate for her opt-in page is pretty bad and she doesn't even know what her onsite conversion rate is for her overall website. So she needs to know her numbers. That's really important. You gotta have the baseline. Even if those numbers are terrible, at least you know what they are and you know what you have to improve. But it sounds like from our conversation that Tamara's opt-in page has way too much stuff on it and it's just confusing people. So it's really important that your opt-in page is very clear and it only gives people one thing to do, which is to opt in and actually get the lead magnet. You want it to be very clear. You don't want there to be any ambiguity and you want to make sure that people understand what it is that they're getting and why it's going to help them or how it's going to help them so that they actually want it. So second thing she needs to do is get that lead magnet to convert. Really, really important, especially as she starts turning on Facebook ads. And she's ready to turn on Facebook ads. She wants to turn on Facebook ads, but because her conversion rates aren't awesome, she's a little nervous about Facebook ads too, and rightfully so. However, because she doesn't have tons of traffic to her website yet, that's probably going to be the only way for her to get enough traffic to start testing things. So hopefully she'll be able to get those conversion rates up relatively quickly and then use the ads to help continue to improve. But of course, if she's going to be doing Facebook ads, the third thing that Tamara needs to do is get her tripwire set up and she needs to get that converting as well. So she's got actually a really great idea that I think is going to really speak to her avatar, this need to just have it done for you, to not want to be overwhelmed with decorating and to just have something handed to you that says, here, here's your plan. Here's exactly what to do. So I love that that's what her tripwire is going to be. I think it's going to be great. I think she has an audience that's not necessarily super frugal or super budget conscious. So that should help as well. Her audience is definitely more interested in convenience than getting the cheapest possible option. So that can be actually a really great thing to help your conversions. But she's going to need to make sure that her tripwire page is set up to speak to that need, to speak to that desire, to just have it done for you. And I also love the idea of having, you know, this one tripwire that there's also an upsell option for that tripwire to get the whole bundle or to get all the different plans um, in in one bundle. And I think that's a really great future goal. But the first thing I would do is just get the one up and ready, up and up and running so that she can turn it on and then she can continue working, tweaking and improving for, from there. So I'm pretty excited to see what happens for Tamara now that she has a plan and we will definitely be checking back with her in a few months to find out how things are going. In the meantime, don't forget that if you would like to get all the show notes for this episode along with all the links to everything we talked about, all those examples that we talked about, you can find it at DoItScared.com episode 114. Once again, get all the show notes and links on our website at DoItScared.com episode 114. And then once again, be sure to grab your free copy of How to Blog for Profit Without Selling Your Soul at EliteBlogAcademy.com book. And then before we go, I just want to say, as always, that I love hearing from you. So if you have any questions about what we talked about today or any other topics you would like to have addressed on the Do It Scared podcast, please feel free to reach out either via email or just by messaging me on Instagram. And that about does it for this episode of the Do It Scared with Ruth Zika podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you liked what you heard, I would love it if you would post a review on iTunes and While you're there, be sure to subscribe to be notified of new episodes. And speaking of upcoming episodes, be sure to join me next week as I chat with one of my very favorite people, my very good friend Chandler Bolt, about some of my very favorite topics, business and writing books. It's definitely a fun episode with some golden nuggets of wisdom that you will not want to miss. And I will catch you then.